It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at the same time on the TogiNet Radio Network. Now with today's show, here is your host, Lisa Lewis. Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping it out here on the Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today is Thankful Thursday, and I'm ever so thankful to be here uh, with you all today. And today's topic is the things successful people do. Um, you know, I of course I love um, surrounding myself with people who are better at one thing or another. Um, than I am, things that I strive to be better with. Um, And also, I am just fascinated with how people who are striving always for excellence, not perfection, but excellence in all that they do, how all of that works. How do they make it work with their busy lifestyle? Um, we, We all tend to be busy, and tend to be busier in different seasons in our lives. However, with all that busyness, I would say, um, how are we bringing value um, to the people in our lives that we um, interact with on a day-to-day basis, whether that is personal or whether it's professional, and a combination of both, wouldn't you agree? And so... Um, I I just love this topic about, uh, you know, always striving to be more successful. And so that's why I thought this would be a great topic for today. And I hope that you all can glean something from it as well. We always appreciate your um, input and your feedback. So keep that coming. You can call us directly at 210-240-8845. Also, you can contact me directly via email if you'd like, at lisalewiscompany at gmail.com. We always uh, love hearing your feedback. And also, if you would like to be a guest on the Lisa Lewis Show, which is aired Thursdays live uh, from 10 to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, then please reach out to us as well so uh, that we may have a discussion about that. So, without any further ado, today's topic is, as I said, the things successful people do. And um, if you think you have 10 minutes to make a first impression, think again. <laughs> the first seven seconds in which you meet somebody, according to science, is when you'll make a first impression. So, whether it's for an event, a business development meeting, or any other professional setting, you have to act very quickly in order to make the proper first impression. In order to have a great meeting and be remembered in the right way while cementing your reputation, here are some tips that I have found to be uh, true. Uh, Smile. Facial expressions are very important when it comes to making a good first impression. Who doesn't want their personal brand to be associated with positivity? Smiling 
at the start of this list for is at the start of this list for a good reason. 48% of all Americans feel that a smile is the most memorable feature after first meeting someone. While smiling is important, you probably don't want to have a cheesy and inauthentic grin plastered across your face. Um, you probably, you know, you, you want it to be uh, authentic uh, as possible. <laughs> and so make sure that you, you, you probably, you know, practice how, how, you know, a soft, easygoing smile is what I try to do. Uh, smile too widely and it's going to look like you're covering up nervousness. Or you might come across as arrogant. Even a small grin can go a long way. Not only does smiling make others feel more comfortable around you, but it also decreases stress hormones that can negatively impact your health. This isn't according to just one or two studies. Smiling is highly correlated with longevity. Since the need to make a positive first impression can increase your stress level, smiling is a way to take the edge off. Next, the right handshake. The handshake is accepted internationally as a professional sign of politeness. A proper handshake can convey confidence. You might be rolling your eyes at this, but the handshake is a fine art. You want to walk the line between a squeeze that comes across as incredibly tight and the dreaded limp fish. <laughs> when you're meeting with people whom you trust and have known for years, ask them how they feel after shaking hands and how your handshake feels in relation to others they've experienced. Next on the list, introduction. You want your first seven seconds with someone to be productive. So it's great to throw in a verbal introduction as you meet with people. Even something as basic as great to meet you after they greet you can break the tension and stop you from getting off into a tangent. If you have a hard time remembering names, the intro is a great place to reinforce the name of the person you just met. It doesn't have to be too involved when, you're, uh, when your contact says, hi, I'm Amelia, reply with a simple, great to meet you, Amelia. I'm Jonah, instead of just saying, hi, I'm Jonah, in response. Speak clearly. Many people have wonderful things to say, but don't speak with any confidence. Unfortunately, that's a great way to wind up getting overlooked. You want to be able to portray yourself in a positive light and give whomever you're meeting a reason to listen to you. Don't overcorrect and get too loud either. Studies have indicated that those who talk in a deeper voice and more calmly are taken more seriously. Next, make eye contact. Looking into the eyes of the person that you are conveying with is a sign of confidence, and it shows that you're interested in what they have to say. In Western countries like the U.S., eye contact shows respect to the person you're meeting with. It also conveys a sense of interest in the conversation. Likewise, looking away too much will make you appear distracted. Like with most things, it's a great idea to not overdo it. If you don't take breaks now and again, your eye contact could be viewed as staring, 
which has negative connotations. Next, use body language. One interesting thing about human psychology, most of us instinctively mirror each other's body language. Think about how infectious a yawn is in a group of people. A smile between friends is contagious too. In fact, there's a neuron that affects the part of the brain responsible for recognizing faces and reading facial expressions. This neuron causes the mirroring reaction. So when another person sees you smiling, the neuron fires and causes them to smile in response. Mirroring goes both ways. If you pick up on and reflect back the nonverbal cues of the person you're speaking with, it sends a nonverbal message that you feel what they feel. Research shows that people who experience the same emotions are likely to experience mutual trust, connection, and understanding. Mirroring body language is a nonverbal way of saying we have something in common. When people say that someone gives off good energy, they're not just indulging in some new age beliefs. They're describing mirroring and other synchronism uh, behaviors, synchronous (laughs) behaviors they're not consciously aware of. So um, hopefully uh, those are just some tips that I've come across through years and um, have reflected upon and used and those, uh, they, you know, they do work. Also, I was thinking, what are some of the things that successful people that I know do uh, and they do it often? Uh, they're persistent about it and they're consistent about it. And the, they are three R's that came to me. They love to read, they have resources, and they have referrals. And on the other side of the break, I want to uh, delve more into the three R's. Um, If you have any suggestions about things that you do on a consistent basis, please reach out to me and you can directly email me at lisablewithcompany at gmail.com. Also, you can call the office at 210-240-240. Eight eight four five, and give us uh, your feedback, and we would love to um, share that on um, on the air. You know, one of the things uh, taking a break from uh, the topic today, which is the things successful people do, uh, is I want to um, let you know about a new uh, meetup that we have in the San Antonio area, and it's called American military families and friends meetup and our first meetup will be next thursday uh, june 14 2018 and it starts at 11 30 a.m and goes to 1 30 p.m and i am so pleased to announce that we have a uh, rock star uh, uh, speaker who's also going to present uh, the va truth about home loans and the benefits of those to all military, um, uh, all military men and women. And uh, so, for more information about that, just head over to www.meetup.com forward slash American Military, and it will give you the who, what, when, where, and why. Uh, I'm so fascinated because, again, I love just surrounding myself around successful entrepreneurs and people who are always striving to do better and be better and give back to the community 
And I tell you, this Navy veteran is amongst those people, and his name is Chris, and his last name, I'll spell it, C-A-N-O. And so it's just going to be a fabulous time. So head on over there and RSVP, and we look forward to seeing you there. And on the other side of the break, we'll talk more about our topic for today on Thankful Thursday. And the topic is the things successful people do. Stay tuned. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Hi, and welcome back to the Lisa Lewis Show, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you for keeping the dial here on Toginet Radio. And today is Thankful Thursday, and I'm so thankful to be with you today. Uh, today's topic is the things successful people do. And um, I am always fascinated with surrounding myself around people who are uh, striving to be the best that they can be in whatever field that they're in. And so um, that is how I came up with today's topic. If you all have any suggestions on future uh, topics as well as any influencers that you know who are making a big impact on, on the planet, if they are an author, a writer, um, who, filmmaker, whoever they may be, feel free to call us at 210-240-8845 and nominate them to be on the show. And if that's you, call me as well. I look forward to speaking with you. Also, you can always keep your feedback coming to our email address, which is LisaLewisCompany uh, at gmail.com. And today the topic is the things successful people do. And um, let's see, I was going over some things that uh, one of the people that I follow is uh, Kevin Cruz. Um, and it says on here, whenever you see a successful person, you only see the public glories, never the private sacrifices to reach them. Kevin Cruz is one such person. He recently interviewed over 200 
ultra-successful people, including seven billionaires, 13 Olympians, and a host of accomplished entrepreneurs. One of his most revealing sources of information came from their answers to a simple, open-ended question. What is your number one secret to productivity? In analyzing their responses, Cruz coded the answers to yield some fascinating suggestions. And uh, here are a few um, of those things that successful people do on a very um, do every day. Uh, and it doesn't take up a whole lot of time. They focus on minutes, not hours. Most people default to hour and hour half, half hour blocks on their calendar. Highly successful people know that there are 1,440 minutes in every day and that there is nothing more valuable than time. Money can be lost and made again, but time spent can never be reclaimed. As legendary Olympic gymnast Shannon Miller told Kevin, to this day, I keep a schedule that is almost minute by minute. You must master your minutes to master your life. Next up, they focus on only one thing. Ultra-productive people know what their most important task is and work on it for one to two hours each morning without interruption. What task will have the biggest impact on reaching your goals? What accomplishment will get you promoted at work? That's what you should de dedicate your mornings to every day. Also, you know, I've, I've experienced I've, or I've been told where people, I do know someone that, are, you know, they, they're always checking their email <laughs> and throughout the day. And I uh, tend to check mine, you know, um, before people time and after people time. So if it's before 9 a.m., before I, you know, feel comfortable starting my day calling business people, um, I check my email. And then I do not get to it again until after business hours. And that's after, anytime after 5. Um, and then usually I don't get to it after 5 because then that's my dinner time and, and family time to be with my family. I'm preparing dinner and we're sitting down around the table and talking about our day and, um, you know, just kind of detoxing from the whole uh, hustle and grind of the day, if you will. So usually uh, after my son is put to bed, um, then that's when I will, you know, crank up the email um, and see if there's anything that, you know, needs a response or, and also to see who's reaching out to me. But there are some people, I mean, what are your suggestions? There are some people who check it, you know, no matter what. I've been out to lunch with people who are like, oh, I'm just checking my email. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. But, you know, to each its own. Um, but I, I, as an entrepreneur, I feel that I can schedule things around my life and not let life schedule things for me. And so um, that's just how I choose, you know, to do things. But yes, before people time is, again, my best, I find it works for me as far as checking email. So if um, I'm, if you're due an email, just know <laughs> that I check them before nine and then that again until after dinner time, which is, or 
you know, so I will check them before nine and anytime probably after eight o'clock. And so that's why a lot of times people do get emails from me during those hours. So that would be why. Another thing on the list that uh, successful people do every day, they don't use to-do lists. Hmm. Throw away your to-do list. Instead, schedule everything on your calendar. It turns out that only 41% of items on to-do lists ever get done. All those undone items lead to stress and insomnia because of the big garnic effect, which in essence means that uncompleted tasks will stay on your mind until you finish them. Highly productive people put everything on their calendar and then work and live by that calendar. Next up, they beat procrastination with time travel. Your future self can't be trusted. That's because we are time inconsistent. We buy veggies today because we think we'll eat healthy salads all week. Then we throw out green rotting mush in the future. Successful people figure out what they can do now to make certain their future selves will do the right thing. Anticipate how you will self-sabotage in the future and come up with a solution today to defeat your future self. Next up, they make it home for dinner. Kevin first learned this one from Intel's Andy Grove, who said, there's always more to be done, more that should be done, always more that can be done. Highly successful people know what they value in life. Yes, work, but also what else they value. There's no right answer, but for many, these other values include family time, exercise, and giving back. They consciously allocate their 1,440 minutes a day to each area they value. They put them on their calendar, and then they stick to that schedule. Next up, they use a notebook. Richard Branson has said on more than one occasion that he wouldn't have been able to build Virgin without a simple notebook, which he takes with him wherever he goes. In one interview, Greek shipping magnate Aristotle Onassis said, always carry a notebook. Write everything down. That is a million-dollar lesson they don't teach you in business school. Ultra-productive people free their minds by writing everything down as the thoughts come to them. Next up, they process emails only a few times a day. That's what I was talking about earlier. Ultra-productive people don't check their email throughout the day. They don't respond to each vibration, or ding to see who has intruded into their inbox. Instead, like everything else, they schedule time to process their emails quickly and efficiently. For some, that's only once a day. For others, it's morning, noon, and night. Next up, for successful people and what they do every day, they avoid meetings at all costs, (laughs) okay? When Kevin asked Mark Cuban to give his best productivity advice, he quickly responded, never take meetings unless someone is writing a check. Meetings are notorious time killers. They start late, have the wrong people in them, 
meander around their topics and run, and run long. You should get out of meetings whenever you can and hold fewer of them yourself. If you do run a meeting, keep it short and to the point. Next up, they say no to almost everything. Hmm. Billionaire Warren Buffett once said, the difference between successful people and very successful people is that very successful people say no to almost everything. And James Altucher colorfully gave Kevin this tip. If something is not a hell yeah, then it's a no. <laughs> Remember, you only have 1,440 minutes in a day. Don't give them away easily. Next up, they follow the 80-20 rule. Known as the Pareto Principle, in most cases, 80% of results come from only 20% of activities. Ultra-productive people know which activities drive the greatest results. Focus on those and ignore the rest. Next, they delegate almost everything. Ultra-productive people don't ask how can I do this task? Instead, they ask, how can this task get done? They take the I out of it as much as possible. Ultra-productive people don't have control issues, and they are not micromanagers. In many cases, good enough is, well, good enough. <laughs> That's interesting. They touch things only once. How many times have you opened a piece of regular mail, a bill perhaps, and then put it down, only to deal with it again later? How often do you read an email and then close it and leave it in your inbox to deal with later? Highly successful people try to touch it once. If it takes less than five or ten minutes, whatever it is, they deal with it right then and there. It reduces stress since it won't be in the back of their mind and it is more efficient since they won't have to reread or reevaluate the item again in the future. Next up, they practice a consistent morning routine. Uh, one of the single greatest surprises while interviewing over uh, 200 highly successful people was how many of them wanted to share their morning ritual with me. Wow. I heard about a wide variety of habits. Habits most nurture their bodies in the morning with water, a healthy breakfast, and light exercise. And they nurture their minds with meditation or prayer, inspirational reading, or journaling. So when we come back on the other side of the break, we will talk more about the things successful people do. Keep your dial tone on the Lisa Lewis Show. We'll be right back.
is Jack, and you're listening to my mom on the Lisa Lewis Show. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show. Today is Thankful Thursday, and we are so thankful to be with you today. Today's topic is the things successful people do. And I'm always fascinated, as I said, over and again, um, to surround myself around people who are getting things done, who are making an impact a positive impact on society with everything that is going on. We truly need that. So lend your voice, lend your talent, lend your goodwill in order to make this world a better place because there's so many things that are going on um, in the educational realm and and things of that nature where um, the people that don't have a voice need to be heard, and that is uh, all of the children in the world. And so if you have a heart or if it, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit leads upon you to get involved, please do so. Um, earlier, I was talking about a new meetup that we'll be having, and it is starting next Thursday, June 14th, and it is from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. So as soon as I get off the air, I'll be heading directly over there. And I'm so glad to um, say that our first guest rock star will be none other than a Navy veteran. And the name of our meetup is American Military Families and Friends. So all military are welcome from all division, uh, from all entities, excuse me, uh, all the different services um, in the, that forms up the military are welcome to come out and be with us as we have a Navy veteran, Chris, uh, his last name is C-A-N-O, and um, he is going to do a wonderful presentation about the truth about VA home loans. So you don't want to miss that. We always uh, love to have uh, the people that have served the country be able to live their American dream and own a home. So you don't want to miss this. Um, please come out. Uh, go over to www.meetup.com forward slash American Military and RSVP. There's limited seating, and we want to see all of you there. Also, if you have any questions about it, uh, the upcoming meeting, feel free to call the office at 210-240-8845. Also, you can send us an email at lisa lewis company at gmail.com. 
we look forward to seeing you there. Now, here are some more um, things that uh, I've come across that successful people do every day. They eat a live frog. <laughs> That's right. Eat a live frog first thing in the morning, author Mark Twain is quoted as saying, and nothing worse will happen to you the rest of the day. Now, before you start hunting for permit, <laughs> please note that Twain's quote should not be taken literally. Instead, Twain is advocating tackling the hardest or most unnerving task on your to-do list first. Not only will it create a sense of achievement that you can carry with you throughout the day, but also it will be done. Such are the things successful people do every day. And so what I'd like to do to start out my day is to, uh, you know, once, uh, you know, say my prayers and once my feet hit the ground and you do, you know, you go brush your teeth, get your coffee, drink a cold glass of water, uh, jump in the shower. Then I'd like to get ready for the day. I like to make my bed. And that way, I, you know, that's my first accomplishment, if you will, uh, something that needs to be done. And I got it out of the way. <laughs> and sometimes making the bed can be the hardest task of the day for some people who tend to run out and, and, and just start their day. And so um, I find that that is very rewarding for me. And also it just makes the room look, you know, like it's well kept, right? So that's what I like to do. So the, my eat a live frog of the morning is to make my bed. Next up is accept, accept failure as a lesson. There is no such thing as failure, Oprah Winfrey said in her commencement speech at Harvard University in 2013. Failure is just life trying to move us in another direction. If if might not always it might not always be easy to heed Winfrey's wise words, but the truth is you will fail at something at some point. If you can pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and learn a lesson from that failure, you will be better poised to be successful the next time around. Uh, next, it says, uh, "Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't usually. I, I don't usually wear a, a uniform. So, um, but it says on here: Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, Barack Obama." do these three have in common? Besides being successful, they wear a uniform each day. For Mark Zuckerberg, that uniform is a basic tee and hoodie. <laughs> for Steve Jobs, it was a black turtleneck. As for why, it gives them one less thing to think about. Perhaps Zuckerberg put it best when he said, I feel like I'm not doing my job if I'm spending any of my energy on things that are silly or frivolous about my life. Next, exercise. In What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast, author Laura Vanderkam spotlights three men who make it a point to exercise first thing in the morning every day. Reverend Al Sharpton, James Chitron, and Steve Rinneman. These three are not alone. While waking up early to get in a good workout isn't necessarily a must-do, exercise should be. After all, 
Not only is exercise guaranteed to improve your physical health, but physical activity can also have an immediate and, in, and positive impact on your mental health and your productivity, which are a must for fledging entrepreneurs. Next up, aim for work and life balance. We think mistakenly that success is the result of the amount of time we put in at work instead of the quality of time we put in, writes Ariana Huffington in Thrive, her book on favoring life and the work-life balance. Many up-and-coming entrepreneurs don't believe they can afford to take time away from work, but Huffington advocates that you can afford not to. The key is to be more productive with the time you do spend at work so that you free up time for the life side of things. Oh, that is so true. And that's one of the things I was saying about, you know, the emails. I rather, and that's one of the things I love about being an entrepreneur is that I get to decide. And so I do my emails before people time, which is before 9 a.m. And anytime after dinner, which is for me, anytime after 7.30 or 8 o'clock, once I put my son down for the night. Next up, consult with a mentor. According to Richard Branson, every entrepreneur needs a good mentor, whether it is a trusted friend, a family member, a fellow entrepreneur, or an idol you seek out for advice. It is important to have someone you can turn to in good, bad, and difficult times. A mentor can help you see things from a different perspective, advise you when the going gets tough, help you brainstorm ideas, and offer counsel and encouragement when you are having a rough day. Next up, set boundaries. Oh, this is a good one. Steve Jobs once stated, focusing isn't about saying yes. Focusing is about saying no. That's why truly successful people create boundaries and stick to them. Of course, that doesn't mean saying no to everything that comes across your desk or arrives in your inbox, but you should be able to say no if you feel you can't afford the time, money, or risk. And if it's too hard, remember this, saying no now doesn't mean saying no forever. That is so true. I often tell my children, like if they ask me a question and I say no, they look for something else as if something else is coming. And I'm like, well, I answered you. No is an answer and no is a complete sentence. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of times I, you know, I'm making light of it, but in all reality, even I have sometimes a hard time saying no to, again, that doesn't, which doesn't serve me well, or the other person. Sometimes the person that you're not a good fit for, the thing in which a person is asking of you. And if we don't let ego get in the way, we'll understand that and be able to say no with the hopes of them being able to, you know, get a yes elsewhere. And so, again, if you can't afford the time, the money, or the risk involved, then you might want to consider saying no. Next up, take risk. As you start your journey, the first thing you should do is throw away that store-bought map and begin to draw your own. Dell Computers CEO Michael Dell 
spoke these words in his address to the University of Texas graduating class in 2003. Many agree that a true entrepreneur has to be willing to take risks and take risks often to succeed. So what are you waiting for? Harness your instincts and see how far drawing your own map can take you. Next up, make time for email. Here we go with that one again. <laughs> we keep stressing and coming across uh, emails. We have all had moments where we have struggled to keep our inbox under control. I know I have. Perhaps that is because many of us consider checking and responding to emails as a tedious chore. Tim Cook, on the other hand, understands it is an important part of the communication aspect of his job, so he makes time to respond to emails at the same time every day, 4.30 a.m. when he first wakes. While you don't have to follow suit, there is a benefit to responding to emails at this time. You're unlikely to receive, you're unlikely to receive an influx of replies, which means you'll have a few hours ahead of you with a clear inbox. Hmm. I might take uh, follow suit uh, with Tim Cook's idea um, of that uh, concerning emails. If you're just tuning in, thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today's topic is the things successful people do. And I would love to hear what all of you movers and influencers do every day to make your day a true success. Go ahead and email us at Lisa Lewis Company at gmail.com. Also, you can call the office and leave messages at 210-240-8845. Also, just wanted to bring up again that we have started a meetup for all military men and women, active and inactive, uh, who have served in our military. And the name of the meetup is American Military Families and Friends and uh, Meetup. And it starts the, uh, June 14th, which is next Thursday, and we look forward to having you. So head over to www.meetup.com forward slash American Military and RSVP today. again this morning. I didn't even have enough to make one cup. Boy, was that a miscabobble or big mistake. Because I make serious coffee. So strong it wakes up the neighbors. Now, I don't have a problem with caffeine. I have a problem without caffeine. I get wadgety and brickety. Did you know apples are more efficient than coffee for keeping people awake in the morning? Unfortunately, I didn't have any apples either. Acorns were used as a coffee substitute during the American Civil War. Without my hot cup of coffee in the morning, I'm feeling pretty squirrely myself. What do you call that piece of cardboard that wraps around your coffee cup to keep from burning your hand? 
Azarth. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on TogiNet Radio. You're listening to The Lisa Lewis Show, and I am your host, Lisa Lewis. Today is Thankful Thursday, and that's why we are coming to you live. Today's topic is the things successful people do. And I am just so fascinated and um, blessed to be around and surround myself with highly motivated and successful people who are productive and who are giving back in an impactful way on society every day of their lives. And so it is just such an honor to speak about this topic today. Uh, If you have missed any of the show, make sure that you go over and check us out on iTunes and look up the Lisa Lewis Show. Also, you can head over to www.toginet.com dot com forward slash shows forward slash the Lisa Lewis show and catch up on today's show as well as all of our past podcasts. We look forward to hearing your feedback and we love getting it. So if you have feedback, you can call us at 210-240-8845. You can also send us a direct email to Lisa Lewis company at gmail.com. So now back to the things that Highly successful people do on the list is they network. To be successful, you have to be able to relate to people. George Ross is quoted as saying, they have to be satisfied with your personality to be able to do business with you and to build a relationship with mutual trust. Thus, networking. Every day, successful people make phone calls and attend events with one purpose in mind networking. Sure, it's not easy and it takes practice to do it right, but it's one part of being an entrepreneur that you cannot avoid. Also, make plans. Benjamin Franklin is quoted as saying, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. Mark died, right? (laughs) Well, there are certainly successful people who have lived life flying by the seat of their pants But for the most part, plans, short-term and long-term plans, are necessary. Many entrepreneurs begin each day with a list of goals for the day. And many recommend creating this list the night before. 
without those goals in mind, how will you know where to start? And usually for me, personally, I do my planning for the week on Sunday because Sunday is the first day of the week and um, that I, I don't work on Sundays and, you know, um, you know, that's my day of rest and the Lord's day and also uh, Lisa's planning day. And then I plan for the next uh, six days that follow Sunday and it has worked well for me. So, and some people, you know, they like this suggested doing it the night before, you know, again, after you've put the kiddos to bed, after you, uh, you know, um, you've maybe read a book or enjoyed a, a long overdue bath or, you know, spent time with your spouse, then you can go ahead and plan for the next day. So I agree with Benjamin Franklin. If you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. So make sure that you um, delegate a plan uh, in order to have a successful week, thereby having a successful life. Next up, listen to your instincts. In issue 24 of Founder, Life Coach and Entrepreneur with Marie Forlo discuss the importance of listening to your instincts and making the decision that feels right to you. If it doesn't feel right for you, for whatever reason, you've got to listen to that, says Marie. The people that I see that are so successful, that's what they're able to do. They're able to listen to their own instincts outside of the noise, and they're able to go in a different direction and not self-doubt when they do. And, you know, that is so important to have uh, just, you know, uh, self-control, of course, uh, use common sense and have discernment and also seek wise counsel. And with those things, I know that you, you know, you cannot go go wrong and also be prayerful and, um, you know, make God your first go-to person. <laughs> Usually when we get into trouble, we call everybody and, and he's last and in my own life, I know that I must reach out and call upon him first, and and then from that, um, you know, uh, discern, have self-control, use common sense, and seek wise counsel. So, uh, you know, that's just very important, you know, to me. Stick to a routine. One thing you'll notice about many of the successful people mentioned Um, in this podcast is that they are extremely strict, although perhaps none more so than author John Grissom. When Grissom has a publishing deadline to meet, he adheres to a strict schedule. Once there's a deadline for a book, I start each morning at seven, same desk, same cup of coffee, same everything, says Grissom. I work for four hours. It's quiet, private, There are no phones, faxes, or internet. Next up, as we talked about before, delegate. You must focus on the most important mission, critical tasks each day and night, and then share, delegate, delay, or skip the rest. Jessica Jackley is quoted as saying, while many successful people have trouble delegating, It is one of the most important things you can do in order to be as productive as possible. The key is to build a team of people that have skills where you lack. 
That way, delegating a task to them is just making the best decision possible for your business. Next, eat often and eat well. When you are burning the candle at both ends, it is easy to opt for an energy drink that will give you an instant boost without taking time out of your day. But truly successful people know that to be productive, they need to fuel their body the right way. Taking the time to learn which foods are best for energy, energy might seem like an unimportant task, but it can have a massive impact on your long-term health. And good health is key to having and driving a business forward. Next up, fuel the mind. While it is easy to focus on work and nothing but work, when you are first starting a business, it is important to take time for your hobbies. Successful people know that not only does your mind need a break at times, but also that finding inspiration in your other passions can motivate you to work better. Consider this. Vogue editor Anna Wintour plays tennis every day. Warren Buffett tinkers with his ukulele. And Richard Branson likes to kite surf on Necker Island, no doubt. <laughs> so that is very important. Also on the list is give back. And give and take why helping others drive our success, author Adam Grant discusses the value of giving back. In the book, Grant discusses how every workplace has its share of givers and takers. Grant outlines how givers who are characterized as people who contribute to others without expecting anything in return can achieve extraordinary success simply by being themselves. It's an interesting theory to be sure, and it's backed up with Grant's own research and a ton of case studies. So it is so important, um, as we were discussing earlier, to, you know, give back in whatever way that uh, the, the Spirit has led you to do. Your God-given talents are the best way that I feel you can use those and, and give back in some format. And you would be the one to best know, you know, what that format looks like. So thank you so much. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Lisa Lewis Show, and I am your host, Lisa Lewis. Today's topic is the things successful people do, and uh, we've just been going down a plethora of things, so hopefully you have gotten something from the show today. We are always looking for feedback for future shows and topics, as well as uh, guest stars, so if you are someone who does do not mind being on radio and you are a mover and influencer, please give our office a call and we can set up a consultation and talk to you about uh, getting you possibly on the radio. You can call us directly at 210-240-8845. Also, you can send us an email at Company at gmail.com. We look forward to all of your feedback. On here, uh, also, it says um, to put in 100%. If there is one thing that is certain, it's this. Successful people do not give any less than 100% each and every day. On this topic, Google co-founder Larry Page says, always deliver more 
than expected. Given that Google is widely considered to be the best search engine in the world, it's safe to say Page practices what he preaches. While it is important to get your work out there, it's equally important to release work you are proud of and that you honestly consider your best work. And uh, that is what I strive to do each and every Thursday that I come to you all on Thankful Thursday. Hopefully, uh, you can glean something from our podcast. We certainly hope that you do. And also, you can check out our podcast by going over to www.toginet.com forward slash shows forward slash the Lisa Lewis show and uh, listen to them on the go while you're um, on your bike uh, trail or while you are jogging or perhaps while you are swimming. You can, or playing tennis, you can perhaps uh, listen to the podcast. We so enjoy having you every Thursday and we look forward to serving you uh, in the upcoming Thursdays to come. I am just so thankful to have you as an audience and um, look forward to coming to you every week. Also, make sure to RSVP to our meetup that's happening next week, June 14th, with Chris Kanu. Uh He is an American Navy veteran, and you can go over to www.meetup.com forward slash American Military. And remember, when you bring us your business, we'll bring it to radio. 